Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Say, uh, what the psalm is? You say, say the shepherd of my soul. You see, you have to trust in the shepherd. And, and what I was saying is, <clears throat> to a large extent, you have no control over events. Look, we, we are very weak. Oh. We are very weak and very limited. I mean, to a large extent, you have little control. Hallelujah. So, what you need is a shepherd, somebody who can carry you through. Hallelujah. That's what it means. A shepherd is my guide. Because a lot of things, you have little control. Hallelujah. It's more of a shepherd who can walk you through. Amen. And so that's what you need. Hallelujah. I mean, for example, for example, you have, you have very little control over the bus fare. You can, I mean, you cannot, you have little, you cannot, you have no control over the bus fare. How much they will charge to take a bus? You have no control. Or the toll. You have no control. Hallelujah. So what you need is a shepherd. Hallelujah. Who can provide for you. So that whatever the fare is, you'll be able to afford it. Because you cannot change the fare. You cannot say that, look, I have only $2, so let's make the toll $2. You have no power. That's why they said that the Lord is my shepherd. You understand? The emphasis is more on who the shepherd is than my needs. Hallelujah. And I think as, you see, I think as Christians, we must have more faith in God. Hallelujah. And and his provision. Amen. Amen. Like this one in the quiet time. How many many of you had a quiet time with Bishop Dag? Do you have your quiet time to begin with? But you didn't use it. You didn't use the verse. You did? So what do you, what, what do you guys use for your quiet time? Daily bread. Uh, okay. Or what? The Holy Spirit. No, I, I'm serious. How do you use the Holy Spirit for your quiet time? So you do, you do this type of, you close and you open. Okay, I'll tell you a story. Huh? I know things. This type of open, listen, one guy uh, open and close quiet time. One guy, one time a guy opened. And when he opened, the verse he saw was for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. <laughs> so he closed it again. <laughs> That this cannot be a quiet, this is not, 
It cannot be. So he closed it again. And then he opened. Then when he opened, what is all? Whatever that was, do it quickly. <laughs> so if you're going to do open and close, no, that's not a good quiet time. Maybe I should teach you about quiet time. See, quiet time is a systematic study. Maybe remind me, after, after this season, we'll talk about quiet time. You see, and we get the best example of a quiet time with Moses. You can follow the quiet time of Moses. How Moses had a quiet time. A quiet time is a private time with God. So, you need some materials. Hallelujah. You need some accessories, materials, to have an effective quiet time. So, I'm going to teach you, so you can have an effective quiet time. You understand? You need the materials. You need to be able to, in a time, so that the quiet time is meaningful. Hallelujah. So, you don't do a quiet time by... No. No, 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 no. If you study when God called Moses to meet him alone, he gave him certain steps. Steps to an effective quiet time. Hallelujah. So I use, I mean, a daily guide is good, but I normally use bishops, uh, what is on the website. Then I add, I mean, I had my other resources. But that's, that's my, because you need a guide. Okay, you need a guide. You need a guide. I mean, a quiet time is basically, it's like studying. You cannot be just be opening chapter after chapter. How will you understand the topic? You have to study. You study, you can, we did this lesson, lesson two, lesson three. Do you understand? So you get a knowledge. Hallelujah. Yeah. Why did I even get into quiet time? And I was talking about the shepherd of my soul, you know, like this quiet, the, the verse in Luke. It's, what I'm saying, you have to have faith in God. Hallelujah. Because there's very little you control. There's very, very little you control. So you have to have faith in God that God will take care of you. Hallelujah. And if you do that, God will take care of you. See, we were talking about covetousness. Hallelujah. Yeah. And that's why you're talking about covetousness. And Jesus said, take, take um, a man's life that's not consist of the abundance of things that he possesses. Therefore, having food and remain, let them all be content. Hallelujah. You see? Take heed, be off covetous. A man's life, because not all the things of the abundance of which he possesses. Hallelujah. Then he went and spoke to the disciples. The next one. Talked to the And he spoke a parable. Talk about a rich fool. And he said, therefore, he said, take no thought of what you eat. Hallelujah. For these things do the Gentiles seek after. Hallelujah. For these things do the Gentiles seek after. Hallelujah. And, 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 and that, is, that is life. You see, let me give you, you see, every morning, when you, when you get out of your house and you see people going on the subway, a lot, what do you think, what do you think you're going? Exactly. Daily bread. Daily bread. Daily bread. That's what you see. It's, 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 and, 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 he, and he said, that is what everybody looks after. Hallelujah. But you seek ye first the kingdom of God. You understand? Because your father in heaven knows that you have need of these things. Hallelujah. It has not been done work. But don't put your daily bread in your work. I, I don't know what I'm making sense. Don't, you see, God doesn't don't work. But don't don't look at your 
work at the source of your daily bread. That's why he wants to talk about the best, and the, they don't toil, the, the lilies. The, you know, in other words, God, can pro, God will provide for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So see God more as your source than your J-O-B. And it takes a lot of faith. It actually takes a lot of faith to believe that God is my source. Because it is easier to believe in a paycheck. Oh, paycheck is a challenge, you see. They understand. So it takes, it takes a lot of faith. Hallelujah. It actually takes a lot of faith to believe that God is my source. Hallelujah. Amen. And whichever way God will use to bless you is acceptable. Actually, when you have that revelation and that trust, you will not be stressed. Seriously. That's why I say take no thought. Because when you look at your job as your source, you can be stressed based on what is going on at the workplace. Yeah. If you look at your job as your source, depending on what is going on, you can be very stressed. Because as you enter the office, everybody's not looking at you. So when you go, nobody's looking at you. Something has been discussed behind you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, when you enter, you know, nobody's looking at you. Take note. A discussion has gone on. So you are a bit jittery. Yeah. As you are sitting there, you are waiting for a call to come to the office. No, you understand? So, but if you graduate, and the word is graduate, that's why I say you of little faith. So Jesus described as you of little faith. But if you graduate to the point whereby you see God, and, and, and it's something that we all have to work on because you see, whether we like it, we are, we are affected a lot by our environment. Hallelujah. And also the society that you live in. Hallelujah. One time, Benny Hinn went to have a crusade in England. I actually read about it. Benny Hinn went to have had a crusade in England. Hallelujah. Amen. And at the crusade, he, call, he called for the cripple. Those who cannot walk to be prayed for, for healing. You know, a miracle crusade. He called for the cripple. Can you believe, Prof, that after the crusade, he got a lawsuit? Oh, yeah. He got a lawsuit for, the, for trying to dis, call them disabled and discriminating against them. Hey. <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the disabled society of England, they sued him for labeling them as disabled. That's why you have to be careful not to call anybody, they call them handicapped or challenged. Even one time, some short people were sued, they said you should call us. Uh, vertically challenged. No says you are short. <laughs> <laughs> they are vertically challenged. But don't say they are short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were suing him. They were suing him. Yes, sir. And, 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 and you can understand. You see, I'm trying to show you something that your environment can affect your faith. Because if you are crippled in London, there's a car, you can drive. 
There's a car which is handicap accessible. You can do whatever normal people can do. So the person has no need. But if you are a cripple in Budumbura, you can't drive. <laughs> if you are a cripple in Budumbura, to go to the toilet, another human being has to carry you. Back. So if you are a cripple in Budumbura and a man of God comes for miracles, I mean, you will believe. Do you hear me? You will actually believe. Because without that prayer, boy, you are stuck in the... Do you understand? But in the UK, no, no, the person can drive, can do it. So, so they don't see the so so what is that? The environment affects your faith. Yeah. I mean, if you're a cripple in Budumbura, everybody everybody wants crack cannot eat. Let alone you who are on your legs. So what um, you, see, you believe in miracles. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. See, and I'm telling you, it affects your faith. So what I'm trying to say is that. Sometimes when you live in this part of the world, you have more faith in your job than in God. Yes. Yes. I am yet, you know, none of you here is praying for what you None of you, I dare say, none of you here is praying about what you eat for breakfast tomorrow. It's not a prayer topic. No, 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 not at all. Is there anybody who's worried about what you eat for tomorrow, breakfast tomorrow? No, <laughs> that you are praying, believing God. No, no. <laughs> you are believing God, Jehovah! I'm asking, is there anybody here who's praying about tomorrow's breakfast? If, do you understand what I'm saying? But there are places where they are praying because they, they are not sure what they will eat tomorrow. So they are meeting tonight and praying about tomorrow. So what I'm trying to say is that your environment can affect you. Hallelujah. So sometimes you, 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 tend, you don't know that you don't believe in God as much as you should believe. Hallelujah. Amen. And we live in a very materialistic society whereby we have more trust in paychecks. See, and that's why the stress level is also so high. Because you put your, your trust in the flesh, the arm of flesh. And it has failed several times. It keeps on failing. Yeah. So you have to graduate in your faith and put your faith in God. That God is my source. Amen. God is my source. Take no thoughts. God is my source. God is my provider. If God decides to provide my bread through this job today, fine. Tomorrow he can provide my, my bread through, un, through unemployment. I don't care whether it's unemployment, gift, or cash. I still eat anyway. It's true God. True God. You see, when you have that, you are not stressed. But it's, it's an act of faith. Because if you don't take care, your surroundings can drown you. You see, like Peter, when you keep your eye on Jesus, you can walk on water. But when you look, keep your eye on the storm, you can sink. If you keep your eyes on the news and the work, you can easily sink. Yeah, because there are a lot of storms. So for you to walk on water, you must keep your eye on Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. It's one of the reasons why even a lot of us struggle to do God's work full time. Because you know something. Hey, this people are tired. As you are looking at the congregation, how much can they pay you? <laughs> yeah. 
Are you hearing me? But I, I'm sharing with you this evening that if, if you see, I, I'm really preaching from my heart. Because this is my heart, my quiet time, and I meditate on it. Look, if we can raise our faith level to believe God as our source, Amen. that's what you need. Because He's more than able. Yes. I'm telling you, God is more than able. Yes. I say, God is more than able. Yes. I say, God is more than able. It's a question whether we can believe it. we can believe it. That's why I say take no thought. Don't stress yourself out. Because if you look at the world, you'll be stressed. Go to, go to. Look, one of the places that I find very amazing is um, Grand Central. Hey! Grand Central in New York. You want are they human beings or spirits? <laughs> Look, if you fall down, they can walk over you. Yes. Oh, grandson, right? Yeah. Yes. If you fall down, people can trample over you. Yes. You wonder why everybody's going. Hmm? If you fall down, if you fall down, grandson, somebody can walk over you. Yeah. It's actually sad behold. If you have not been there for I tell you. It's a tourist attraction between the house of seven and nine. Go. Me and Martin, some of them have no human beings. <laughs> That's my personal opinion. That there cannot be that human, too many human beings on earth. Some of them are other spirits who have come to <laughs> Yeah. So you have to have faith in God. One thing I can also see, if you have faith in God, you will find at the end of the day, Charlie, you eat, I eat. You bath, I bath. You dance, I dance. You have shirt, I have shirt. It does not matter the source. At the end of the day, are you. And that's why you have to have faith in God. For. That's why I have faith in God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Anyway, so we're still talking about the art of hearing. But I believe that I just wanted to share. But please remind me to talk about quiet time. I have to have a proper quiet time. You don't do quiet time by mini, 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 mo, catch a donkey by detail. What you are telling me is a mini, mini, mo type of. Mini, 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 mo. Or C, 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 and I couldn't. Hallelujah. So we're still talking about the art of hearing. Amen. And I so told you that as, as many as there are so many voices, I mean, the most important thing is for you and I to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's all. If that shall happen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit can be heard. By the way, Lady Reverend preached and message, Holy Spirit, my friend. Everybody should listen to it. I think we put it on a church platform. Was it there? Yeah. All of you, Leon was, everybody listen to it. The art of hearing. Because if you can hear and the Holy Spirit speaks. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Good. So, I spoke to you about certain characteristics. Some of you remember, some of you have forgotten, but it doesn't matter. Go and listen to it again. Did they, did they record a weekday service? Okay, good. So they can listen to. Hallelujah. The voice of the Holy Spirit. 
Hallelujah. If you can hear his voice, he will set you on high. Amen. Amen. And it's an act. Yep. Now, <clears throat> I said that, uh, we said that, uh, how do you know is the Holy Spirit? See, the mistakes people make is that, oh, you see, the Holy Spirit talking to you is not necessarily a feeling. It's not every time you feel something. <clears throat> I feel something in my liver. It must be God speaking. No. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. You may feel something, you may not feel something. Hallelujah. Amen. But the surest way, okay, the surest way by which he speaks to you and I is through the inner voice. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. But like everything else, it is good. You know, you know, usually when people don't want to do something, they say, God told me. Or when people don't want to hear another opinion. Yeah. Oh, the, the Holy Spirit told me this. If somebody told the Holy Spirit, told you, you, can, you can challenge the person. Yeah. Who are you to challenge the person? Yeah. Uh, you are not there. The person said, the, God, the, the Spirit spoke to me. A friend of mine used to call, he said, Christian veto. Say, when Christian wants to issue a veto. They say, no, no, but you see, that being said, I can tell you that <clears throat> since it is a bit vague sometimes, it is always better to, sub there are some checks and balances. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you see, I've been a Christian for a while, and I've seen a lot of people do weird things, all in the name of the Holy Spirit. That is why, that's why I'm taking my time to teach you. I've seen people do real weird things. You see, as much as we don't want to challenge the move of God, some things, I ask you, watch, you say, ah, can this be the Holy Spirit? Are you hearing me? So, it's, it's, it's always important. Hallelujah. Amen. To know about the voice of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That's, that's why we come to church to be taught. Amen. If God, is, if God was to speak to you, if we were God to speak to you, the voice of the Holy Spirit, one of the things you must always use to check is, like I said, counselors. Hallelujah. Proverbs 11, 4, 14. Proverbs eleven fourteen, he said that where no counsel is, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I said this the last time I spoke to you. See, don't be afraid. No, no, not, not, I'm not saying that when when God speaks to you, typically it's an impression or a feeling. But after all, God has spoken to you. Don't be afraid to discuss it with counselors. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying discuss with everybody. Because some people are gossips. If you share your dreams with gossip, they will kill it. Hallelujah. If you share your dream with gossip, they will kill it. Hallelujah. But you can share your dream. They will say in the mode of cancer, there's safety. 
Hallelujah. So if you say that God is leading you to marry her, fine. Nobody has a problem with that. That's what you said. You said God is leading me to marry this woman. No big deal. Now it is up to you to subject your choice to marriage counseling. In the matter of counselors, I'm not saying that subject your decision to, through your uncle or your auntie or your best friend, but through a counselor. And if it is God, it will stand. So when people say that oh, God spoke to me, but I'm not telling anybody, you wonder. It's a secret. No. Don't. If God spoke to you, expose it to counselors. So that you are sure. Because sometimes you may think God spoke to you, but maybe it's your own feeling. You see me, I always like to cross-check things. Hallelujah. I always like to cross-check things. Because your life is like Bishop Taraji, you are not a cat. A cat has nine lives. Your life, you don't have nine lives. You have only one life. Neither is your life a video game. No video game, when you die, they go and charge again. <laughs> or oh, that's not what you do, right? You lose your life, then go and charge again, come back. Your life is not a video game. So, important decisions, if you, you must pray about it, you must get the impression of the Holy Spirit and then run it by counselors. See, that, I'll, I'll show you something. That feeling that I know what they will say, therefore I will say it is the devil. Oh, I know what Reverend will say, will say. I know he will not agree with me, so I won't say it. No, no, why? Oh, this Reverend, Reverend, I know. Rosalind, I know what she will say. If I say what she will say, you see, it was, you see, it was going with this, it was a lying spirit that was used to God, that came to speak to King Ahab. And the way they call the prophet, he said, it's going to call the prophet. Who you call the prophet? He said, oh, what's that, that, the, the other guy, uh, the the younger prophet, the, the prophet that was slapped. Oh, we're going to find out. Oh, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. He said, no, 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 no. Joshua came to see him and said, have you spoken to him? So, all of them say it as well, but this particular guy, I'm trying to remember his name. I know what he will say, so I'm going to ask him. No. The younger prophet. Zedekiah. Zedekiah, thank you. He said, I know what Zedekiah will say. I will tell him. So, so, see, see, and this was about his life. It was about a prophecy go to war. A war that was a lie to kill him. And all the other prophets who are yes men, they are his yes men. I should say, it's good. It's good. Then the other prophet said, just in case, go and ask this guy too. So, this guy, I know what he will say. He doesn't say anything good about me, you see. No, he, he had the spirit. He said, this guy, he doesn't say anything good about me. If I go and ask him. So, when he went and told the guy, and the guy said, well, <laughs> since you know what I will say already, Hey, hey, hey. You 
He said, you know what I was saying already, so what? Go. He said, I told you. I told you, he didn't say anything bad about me. I told you, he didn't say anything good about me. I know him. He saw, he told Jehoshaphat. I have told you, I told you. That that's what he would say. You say I don't say anything good about you. I want to open you my mouth? Go. And he went and died. He went and died. See, so that thing that you have, you have an attitude that oh, I know what the pastors will say. No, you make a mistake. Yes. Counselors are important. Amen. God speaks to you, but He gives you counselors to guide you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Even Paul, when he had a vision. When God called him to go and do whatever ministry, the Bible said he went to Jerusalem to confer with the pillars, Peter and Paul, to see whether it was so. I'm taking my time to teach because you see, you don't have nine lives. So don't let the devil deceive you that, oh, this person, if you tell him, you will say no. Unless the person is not a counselor. You see, I'm, 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 I'm using my word counselor, counselor, because some people are not counselors, they are gossips. But if he's a counselor, don't be afraid. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't be afraid at all. Don't be afraid to say, Reb, I had a dream about this. So I, I, I said, look, if I don't know, I'll tell you I don't know. I'm not one of those people who say, oh, I perceive. Look, every dream has a meaning. <laughs> you want to interpret every dream. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Some dreams are purely from Banku and Fish. That's where they are from. Let's <laughs> 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 <Just> accept it. <laughs> So it's Banco and Fish Dream. Let's move on. Hallelujah. But don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Red, I want to go and buy a car. Red, I want, Red, I want to go and buy a house. Oh, don't tell him. Don't tell him. If you tell him, you say, Do you know this with against mortgage? Please, I beg you. <laughs> no, 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 no. You see, that, you see that, 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 that's Ahab's problem. You don't want to hear an honest opinion. Hallelujah. Amen. So please, don't be afraid. Use the safety check. Amen. Another safety check is the safety check of the word. Hallelujah. The safety check of the word. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 21. First Thessalonians, prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Hallelujah. And here, 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 you see here, can I teach you? Are you ready to hear from me? You will not not be some way. Can I tell you the truth? Okay, let me teach you the Bible very well. This is where a lot of people get wrong. The Bible says prove all things. Okay? Here I'm referring, I'm referring even mostly to personal prophecies. You know, people have a tendency of giving people personal word. Sister, I got a word from the Lord for you. I got a word. I got a word. I got a word. The Lord is telling me six months from this time. Some guy. Some guy. 
he looks half Asian, half Chinese. <laughs> mm, that's a word. I got a word from the Lord. Half Asian, half Chinese. I got a word. Fine, fine. Don't see. I'm saying. Do not doubt those things, but prove all things. Because people have, I want somebody to say, I mean, prayer meeting, one prayer meeting you have come. You see young prophets walking through and getting personal prophecies. Conveyor belt prophecy. That's a good description. It's called a conveyor belt prophecy. Hey, you go Germany. That's right. Conveyor belt. You will die tomorrow. <laughs> Convey that prophecy. No, no, no. You see, please, I'm not making a mockery of them per se, but I'm teaching you Bible. You see, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Prove what is. You see, in the Old Testament, the only person who had the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me? The only person who had the Holy Spirit was the prophet. And sometimes the king, the priest. The rest of the congregation did not have the Holy Spirit. Yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. They did not have. So there's, there's the Old Testament prophet, the seer. Whereby he said, that seer the Lord. And nobody knows about it. Because nobody had the Spirit of God. Do you understand? Yes. Okay? So they were called seers. So they come and, and declare. And so that the spirit also will come upon. David had all three. He was a priest, a king, and a prophet. They had the spirit. So they declare. Will I do anything without, without, by hiding from up? No, they declare. But when Jesus died on the cross, the, 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 the cattle was twain. And from that time, God began to inhabit in man. And said, I will go and I will send you the comforter. And when he comes, he shall teach you all things. So no longer, so in the New Testament, the prophet does not dwell only, the Holy Spirit does not dwell only in the prophet, but in every believer. So everyone has the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So it means that a New Testament prophet is a bit, is, is not the same as an Old Testament prophet. A New Testament prophet confirms what God has told you. He doesn't give you anything new. Because you have the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? So, so that, that, uh, yes, believe in the prophets. Believe in the Lord your God. Believe in the Lord that you will prosper. But you also have the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And that's what I want to share with you. So, so, so don't ignore the Holy Spirit in you. Amen. Do not. Thank you. Mm. God also speaks to you. Yes. Because you also have the Holy Spirit. Amen. And as a matter of fact, when we read the fivefold ministry in Ephesians, he said, and when he ascended on high, he gave 
gifts unto men. Some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, whatever the order. Actually, it's apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. You go this way. You always remember it. Hallelujah. Amen. Apostles. Shall I show you the secret? How to remember the order? You take no no. Use, use your five fingers like this. Okay, I'm going to teach you how to so that you always remember. This is your five fingers, okay? Apostles, the thumb, because the, thumb, the apostles go everywhere. So the thumb goes everywhere. That's apostles. Do you understand? He, this one, prophet. Okay, because prophets point. That's say the Lord. That's say the Lord. They're always pointing. That's say the Lord. That's prophet. Do you understand? Then this one is the longest finger, which is evangelist. They go far. Do you understand? This one goes far. Evangelists go far. And then this one is pastors. And the reason re- 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 to remember is this is where you put your wedding, wedding ringer. Wedding, wedding ring. This is where you put your, because pastors always do with marriage and weddings. Do <laughs> 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 you understand? And this one is teachers, which is the smallest. And the teachers, they teach you, they give you knowledge into your ears. So, itch. <laughs> so don't forget, that's how you remember the. <laughs> okay? That's how the order came. Some, and some teachers, okay, listen, go ahead. And what was the reason? For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. So he gave the gifts, which include prophets. God gave prophets in the New Testament to edify, for the perfecting of the work of ministry, to edify the body of Christ. It means that when a real New Testament prophet comes to a church, your church will build up. Not break down. Mm, which I'm preaching here. So it means that if we, we invite a real New Testament prophet to our church, by the time he leaves the church, members are established. Not that by the time he finishes, people are confused. People have been giving personal prophecies to scatter. I... Huh? She has great people inside. By the time you leave, your mother is a witch. You are not talking to your mother. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm reading the Bible to you. This is why he gave. I'm talking about the New Testament prophet. Hallelujah. So when a prophet passes through your house, your church, your environment, and what? And by the time he goes, there's act, there's fear, there's quarreling, there's suspicion. The church has broken down. No. That's not it. That's not it. I'm talking about a, a real prophet. Everything I say, I have, I have verses to co- confirm it. This is why he gave them. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why he said, prove all things. Because you also have the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Look, I keep on telling you, you don't have nine lives. It's just one life. Don't play. You know, there's a game this is called Chaskele. 
Don't play chaskele with your life. You don't know chaskele, it's a special game. Go and Google it. <laughs> Maybe you'll be surprised to be on Google. <laughs> yeah. It's African baseball. Actually, actually that's just... That, that, that's the essence. It's African baseball. Actually, that's the closer description. Chaskele is African baseball. Actually, it's similar. They throw the can, you hit it, then you run. It's baseball. Actually, African baseball. I'm not talking about it, but that's actually true. That's African baseball. Hallelujah. Yeah. So prove all things. Amen. So, one, God is leading you, expose you to counselors. Two, confirm with the word. You see, prophecy must line with the word of God. No prophecy, you see, no matter who the person or the title the person carries, if the prophecy cannot line up with the Bible, don't take it. Hallelujah. It's on Google. It's on Google. I told you. <laughs> I told you it's on Google. It's on Google. Let me see. Chaskele. Wow, Chaskele. Okay. Chaskele is a local bat and ball game. Play between two teams of two players. It is a Ghanaian game. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's on Wikipedia. It is a Ghanaian game played by children, and it is similar to cricket. The ball is made with a crushed tin can, and the stick is used as a bat. You see, it's Wikipedia, I told you. <laughs> How to play. Chaskele is played with crash cans, stick, car tie, or a bucket. That's the home plate. <laughs> <laughs> a minimum of two players can start the game. One begins as the defender and the other the scorer. The defender is to make sure the opponent does not allow... Does not throw the ball into the bucket or car tied to win. Is there? That's Wikipedia. Chaskele. <laughs> wow. Look, your life is not Chaskele. <laughs> that you should be trained for people to hit it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You, you see, it's, you, you, you squish the no, you, you, you squish the can. Oh, then you're it should not be throwing your life pimpon. Your life is precious. Yes. Don't swallow prophecies. Stabilize your life. Confirm. Check with the word. Amen. Why do you want to marry without counsel? Why do you want to marry without counsel? Even the one that have been counseled, they are not seeing top. <laughs> Even the one they arrest. Go to counsel, proper counseling. Hallelujah. Ask questions. You see, don't be afraid to ask questions. It's not, and I'm serious, it's not everybody who asks questions who's an orango. Some people need to be asked to be answered. So ask questions. You should ask Reverend, how come that 
in the church. Only ashes are, only males are ashes. Come and ask. It doesn't make you an orangu. I can explain to you that, oh, we used to use women, but they were stealing the money. <laughs> That's always a reason. <laughs> oh, don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid. At all. Yeah. Hallelujah. And the reason I'm saying, because I'm talking about your life. I'm, I'm, your life. Just ask. God will speak to you. But you need to be confirmation. You need counseling. Hallelujah. His, the, pers- the prophecy must line with his word. I said the prophecy must what? I said the prophecy must what? Yes. So when, he, when his word says, honor your father and your mother so that it may be well with you. And you get a prophecy that your mother is a witch. Throw her out. Have you seen that the prophecy is direct opposite to the word of God? The Bible says, honor your father and mother to be well with you. Then this prophet comes and says, look, the reason why you are not is your mother. Oh, throw her out. Cast the scorner out and strive with this. Your mother should be. No. Then you two go and throw your mother out. I'm preaching. You go and throw your mother out. And instead of things getting better, they get worse. They say, I told you, add your father. <laughs> 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 no. 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 Things are not going well with you, not because of the not because of the prophecy, but because you, you did something contrary to the word of God. The Bible says when you don't treat your mother and father, it will not be well with you. So it's not that his prophecy has come to pass, but you all know you, the word of God is coming to pass because it's not well with you. So you don't have to add your father. <laughs> Hallelujah. God speaks. Hallelujah. God speaks. You get an impression, but always confirm. Especially if it's critical. After a while, you know. God speaks. That is why he speaks that impression. There are times that I know that God is telling me to do something. I just know. I just know. Remember, I just know that God is telling me to do something. Sometimes not even in so many people, but I know. Like last week, no, no, two weeks ago. I got a message on my phone. Something about work. Uh, look at the place got busy. The place got very busy, as usual. So they said, okay, can put some ex- we need extra hands to come in. Because the place is packed. So extra hands to come in. So if you're not working, can you please come in? Because the emergencies have come. You know, typically, I don't offer to do those type of things. <laughs> Because when I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> I need my rest because I have other lives. Typically, I don't. Then suddenly, I saw on the we have, we have a WhatsApp platform on the thread. I saw on the thread, 
I'm sorry, I can't come, I've traveled. No, 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 a lot. Then I believe it was Holy Spirit, so say yes, you will go. Which is not which is not my usual line of I will have joined the nose. <laughs> you understand? Typically I will have said no. Because when I'm when I'm done, I'm done, I'm tired, man. I need my rest. So I said, okay. So I replied that, oh, I'm coming in. Which is against the run of play. Me coming in? I said, I'm coming in. So fine. Immediately I said, I'm coming in. I've got the message about, sorry, problem, so you don't need to come in. But I had gone on record as a team player. (laughs) Which is important. Suddenly I was known as somebody who is willing to Help. Ready and willing. willing. Contrary to my nature. (laughs) But I was on record. Ready and willing. I hope they don't call me again. (laughs) Yeah. But you see, that was the Holy Spirit. Because I got an impression though. Answer. Say yes, you go. Contrary to the way I operate. And as soon as I answered, I still did not go. Like Abraham, I did not kill Isaac. But in theory, I killed Isaac. I was noted at the person who responded that he would come. Yeah, the blessing is coming. So when they look through the records, they say, oh, Dr. Sell offered to come. It's on record. Like Abraham. Blessing. Blessing. But that was, that was something I actually felt an impression that say yes. Me? Say yes? Oh, no, please. 12 hours is enough. Let me go and rest. But I'm talking about the whole, so, so, so he, and there's a certain peace around it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Certain peace around it. So believe in the Holy Spirit, He will lead you. Amen. You have to be a firm believer in the Holy Spirit. And then, like I said, one is just cross check, counselors, by the word. And the third confirmation, the third way to is, is by confirmation uh, or what I'll call the double call. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. 2 Corinthians 13, 1. This is the third time I am coming to you. In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. This is very, very important. The Bible says, in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall I'm talking to new, new, new Testament Christians. See, another way to know that the, this is the Holy Spirit that is speaking to you. You yourself, you dreamt about this. Somebody has come to confirm it. If you are spiritual, I'll speak to you in, lang- in, in visions, in dreams and languages. So if you are spiritual, God can show you a dream and a third person will come and confirm it. That one don't argue. Because it's established. Amen. Hallelujah. And you know, as the person begins to know. Actually, I had an impression about this one. I dreamt about this. Because it's, I'm talking about how God confirms his word. You actually have a dream, an impression, a vision. That another person comes to speak about it. You have something about it. Some dream, some impression. Then you come to church and the pastor speaks about it. Don't go and argue about it. What does you want? Yes. Yes. Confirmation has come. That is called confirmation. Yes. 
you had something on your heart and then you came and the pastor preached exactly about that thing. What else do you want? Are you waiting for an angel to come and say that that's the end of the Lord? No! <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. God confirms. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Because in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 41 verse 32. Genesis 41 32. And for that, the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh. When Pharaoh had the dream about the seven fat cows and the seven cows, he had it twice. Because, and Joseph said, and for that, the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. It is because the thing is established by God. You dream and you dream again, don't throw it away. That is not Banco dream. I'm serious. You dream and you dream again. spiritual people. Sometimes you, are you spiritual? You dream and you have a similar dream. And a similar dream please pay attention to it if you are spiritual. If you are spiritual. Because and, and for that the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. It is because the thing is established by God. And God will bring it to pass shortly. So Pharaoh had to dream Seven cows, seven days in a dream, seven coins. So you dream again a similar thing about the same. Don't throw it away. What else do you want God to tell you? He has opened your ears, you didn't hear. He has put again, you didn't hear. How stubborn can you be? I'm talking to spiritual people now. Recently, I had a series of dreams all on a similar line. I didn't joke with it. No, I didn't joke with it at all. I started praying about it. I don't pray about every dream because I know I know the Banco and Fish dream. <laughs> hey, you know, like this one, Charlie, look, the Banco that you had that, you know. You have a lot of gas in your stomach, bro. So you went to a dream and you found that you were floating in the air. That's the gas. <laughs> and that's the gas making you float. <laughs> Hallelujah. But if you are spiritual, See, in the last days, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. There are young men who have dream dreams. If you are spiritual, God will speak to you through dreams. And he will confirm it by a second dream. When you get a double dream, don't play with it. Amen. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Yeah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for a time in your presence. You will lead us. You will teach us. By your spirit. By your spirit. By your spirit. Lord. Confirm your word. In a vision. In a dream. In a message. That we may walk in your ways. For you are our shepherd. You talk. You speak. May you lead us and may you guide us. Amen. Take away deafness and stop one heart. Amen. May we be sensitive to you. Amen. If that shall, may we flourish. Yes, I pray for the, each and everyone, including the young ones. 
give us a hearing ear. A listening ear. And a heart that is receptive to your voice. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.